Hello and welcome back to the Crown Yourself podcast. If you have ever asked yourself, stumbled upon, tripped up over the how of any situation, problem, struggle, goal of like, how do I achieve this? How do I get that? How do I build this? How do I create this? How do I do that? If you have tripped over that question at any point in your lifetime, this podcast episode is for you. I am warning you. I am in full Enneagram 8 mode. I am so excited for this episode because when you shift this one question, man, you claim your power in a whole new way and you become wildly more resourceful. So with that, I want to just like jump right in. Let's dive into the episode. Let's fucking go. Welcome to the Crown Yourself podcast, where together we build your empire and transform your subconscious stories about what's possible for your business, body, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm a master mindset coach, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, known to my clients as a game changer. Each week, you get the conscious leadership strategies you need to help you reign with courage, clarity, and confidence so that you too can make the income and impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your royal invitation to step into your full potential and reign in your divine purpose. Your sovereignty starts here and your reign is now. Hello, hello, my fellow sovereigns, and welcome back to another episode of the Crown Yourself podcast. I am so honored to be here with you. I just feel so blessed and honored to share this space with you and that we get to dive deep into some conversations and questions. And I love it when you send me your questions on Facebook or Instagram or all the places, LinkedIn even, (laughs) where email is probably best because my queen team executive assistant, masterful email queen of all emails. She, Joanna, she just dominates that. So if you really have questions, like always, you can send them into info at crownyourself.com. I love answering them or leveraging those questions as podcast episodes, because this comes directly from one of those questions about struggling over or struggling around, struggling about, struggling about the how, the how of how to do things, right? So First of all, let's look at why how becomes so important in our in our realm. When we are kids, we are not we're working on figuring out how the world works, yes, but we're working on figuring out it through the lens of curiosity. And we're working the world out for us with this absolute curious of like, what does this do? And how does this work? And why is this here? And like, let's, let's test the boundaries and whatnot. But then as we evolve, and we go into, let's say, classical education, standardized as education, my words, standardized education, we get to the space where we're only being taught the what, like, here's what you need to know. And here's the how of like, how the step by step by step, here's how you break down the math problem. Here is how you put the chemicals together to create this chemical formula, H2O, hydrogen, two hydrogen, oxygen. I probably got that wrong. Um, Chemistry was not my strong suit, but it's the how, right? 
And the problem is, is that when we are different types of thinkers, especially for those of you who are the visionaries, which is a lot of you, actually, a lot of my visionary entrepreneurs, founders, creatives, directors, they are the why thinkers. So they need to know what the overarching vision. But the problem is, is that they've been conditioned to think in terms of they need to know the how. And they get tripped up on the how. They get stuck on the how. And here's the thing. It's not that you don't know the how. You just probably don't know how to ask the questions to get the answers that align with what it is that you most want. So we as a society, as a culture, as the human race is just drowning in data. You can Google anything and find out the how of how to do pretty much anything. You can chat GPT your way to asking some specific questions of like, how do I start a business? And then it'll probably give you an answer within 30 seconds to say like, start to have a business plan, have an idea, have an offer. You know, it's not about the data though. It's not about the how. It's about the tools that you have to interpret the data that is given. So let's say, for example, if you're not using ChatGPT and you're choosing to use like a traditional Google search bar and you Google like, how do I start a business or how do I make my first 10K? You're going to be given like heaps of different ways that can give you that answer, right? There's going to be YouTube videos and podcast episodes and, and you know, step-by-step blogs of like, here's the how. But we as human beings subconsciously will interpret that data in different ways. And you as the leader of your life, as the sovereign of your life, need to learn how to interpret data that works for you, right? So one of the modules when I'm working with my private clients one-on-one, as we're going through the Queen Bee and King Bee curriculum, one of the modules is specifically on data. And this is like the module, that module and systems are the two modules that many of my clients either dread or like, as soon as I say, oh, we're working today on systems, they're like, oh, roll their eyes. Because, you know, you want the freedom, right? And sometimes the data can feel so overwhelming because we have so much data. Like, what data should you be tracking? Like, what data leads to what data? Like, what data leads to the outcomes that you want to create, right? So I like to keep it simple. And because I like to keep it simple, I always like to equate business and money to fitness because I understood fitness. I understood the body way before I understood business and money. I actually, through learning more about business and money, I got more complex and convoluted in it um, because I forgot what I intrinsically learned when I was just starting out at 19 with my first freelancing business teaching Pilates, which was keep it simple, have a system, very simple. But you have to know what data actually are the levers that create change. And sometimes you know this intrinsically. Sometimes you'll get a gut feeling. The tool is, do are you asking the right questions to unlock the data to mean something that will allow you to change? This is evolving the how. So it's not, it's not just about the how. It's like, what does that how mean? What does that data mean? So when we're looking at data, let's let's use the weight example. Let's use a, the a very keen common goal to lose a couple pounds. Well, you probably want to start tracking some data around how much you're consuming. That's just very basic. 
And you probably would also want to track some data around how much you're spending. That's also data. So similarly, the same is true in your business. You want to look at the how of what are you consuming? (laughs) Like how many calories or how much cash or is your business consuming and how much are you spending out if you are spending more than you are earning then that is probably where the bottleneck is so that is the dot data it doesn't mean that you're a bad business owner just like it doesn't mean if you're eating more than your which is it's it's interesting because in the body it's kind of reversed than it, it than it is in business or in finances in the body, if you're eating more than you're actually spending, then you're probably then you're probably either gaining weight or maintaining the same weight that you currently have. And it's very basic. But it doesn't mean that you don't know how to lose weight or that you'll never lose weight or it doesn't mean that you're like bad. It doesn't mean that you are a bad person, have a bad body because your body's not losing weight. No, you're just consuming a few too many calories probably like and not moving your body enough. Very simple. The same is true in business, but we convolute this identity to attach ourselves to like the how because that's how we've been programmed is that the how is all that there is, the what the how and the what is all that there is. And we attach our identity of like, oh, then it must mean me because then we make ourselves the why. But that's not the case. So when you look at the data of your business, it's like, okay, what are you bringing in? What are you putting out? It's simple law of cause and effect. So then you have to look at what are the right questions to unlock the data to mean something that will allow for change. So if you're making the data mean that you suck, which you don't, of course, you're a sovereign, glorious human being, But if you're making it mean that, then you're going to get tripped up on the how. You're going to get tripped up on like, because you're making it mean more than what it actually is. If you make it mean something that allows for change, if you say, oh, that just means I am consuming more or spending more than I should be. Okay, great. Cut that shit out. (laughs) My my example is when I first started, after I had Declan, I was like, I, you know, I'd like to lose those extra 30 pounds. And of course, you know, 10, 12 of them already came off with just giving birth in general. Um, but I had that extra 10 pounds that I wanted to get rid of. And I was like, okay, let's see what's going on. So I looked at the data and I was like, did what I did to start repairing my relationship with food and, and my body when I was over a decade ago when I was bulimic and I started looking at what I was putting in my body and what I was you know consuming and I realized oh my god no wonder I haven't been losing the 10 pounds I have been eating like I was still pregnant so I was still consuming that extra like 200 to 300 extra calories per day and I was like "Hmm, okay and I wasn't burning it I wasn't spending it I was I mean I was breastfeeding but I wasn't exercising so I knew that that just means I had to evolve the how to adapt the change that, oh, I just needed to spend more energy, which means I needed to go to the gym. Very simple. That was how I sorted the data. That was how I described the data. That was how I didn't make it anything personal about me. It was simple data analytics, basically. But I, it's because when we make that data mean something about ourselves, I didn't make it mean, oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. I made it mean, 
very simply, oh, I just need to spend more energy. Great. The same is true with finances. So when you look at what is what are those lever points that allow you to change? Now, when I had Colton, my second child, the data was a little different. I had I looked at, oh, I'm not consuming more calories and I am burning energy. So why then still do I have this extra 10 pounds on me? And of course, I love my body the way that it is. And I also like it to be fit and at a healthy BMI and be with a strong, you know, a good body fat percentage. And I said, okay, well, let's look at deeper data. So it's not just calories in, calories out. Let's look at the data of like hormones. Let's look at the data of the amount of protein I'm consuming. And I wasn't, I was consuming more, even though I was still eating a good amount of calories to burn rate, the amount of protein that I was consuming wasn't enough. And so I was like, oh, that's a simple one. I'll just up my protein. And that was a game changer. So the data is allowed to evolve, right? So same within business or finances. Maybe it's not just calories in, calories out, but maybe it's the quality of calories that you're consuming. So for example, if you're doing a service-based business where you're servicing people one-on-one and you're starting to feel burnt out with your own energy and you're tired, but you have the calories coming in, meaning like you have the cash flow coming in and you're not spending more than you're, you're earning, but you're still exhausted and you're looking at your energy as a business leader and you're like, what is up? Maybe it's the quality of calories that you're consuming, right? Maybe it's the fact that you're doing so many one-on-ones that you're just exhausted. Maybe you have too many programs. I know I've never struggled with that one. <laughs> like, there was one point in my business where I had 11 courses, self-study courses, going with marketing funnels and emails and customer service at the same time. And oh my God, was I exhausted from like managing all of them. And then not only that, it was the the amount and quality and amount of customers I had coming into each of them collectively was causing more problems than if I just combine them into one solid course because then it was like oh I have to have an answer for this one and then there's an SOP for this one and then there's an SOP for and it was it was too much it was too much and I had to simplify and a lot of times that comes down to you know maybe it's a quality of calories you're consuming maybe it's a simplification that's actually needed maybe you need to actually go back to more basics maybe just like you know if the quality of calories that you're consuming is just pure crap, but you're consuming less calories, you're probably going to have some struggles with weight loss. The same is true with with business. Like if you're doing a ton of like affiliate payments or affiliate links to other people's stuff and you're constantly tracking down all that money and then you're like exhausted because you're you have 15,000 different products that you're constantly selling, promoting and all that without a team. Yeah, you're going to be spent a bit. And your energy is going to be spent. So it's not necessarily about the how. It's about what is the quality of question that you're asking so that you can produce the result that you want. So if we want the result of having more freedom in our lives and in our businesses, ruling more as sovereign, then what are the questions that you need to ask to unlock the right amount of data that will allow for change? Goes back to that question. So Maybe the right question is, who do I need to support me 
in order to produce a change so I'm not doing all of this extra work. So when I work with podcasters, the big the big question, it's like they know how to edit their podcast. They know how to put their podcast out there. But they're exhausted and not making money from it. And so the the tool of the right question is like, who do you need to hire? Probably an editor. If you look at the data of how much time you're spending on a podcast episode editing it, then probably who you need to hire is a is an editor. And then the question can come up from, oh, well, okay, I need to hire someone. So that means that it needs to be bringing in income. So then how do I get my podcast to then bring in income so I then can hire an editor? So then it changes it from being about an identity thing where it's about the how, like, because you don't know the how, you're getting tripped up on this means something about me personally. Instead of that, it's turning into a strategy piece. We work with strategy. Strategy can be adopted and changed and pivoted. It's like I always tell my clients, it's not you. It's not you personally. You are so much more than the strategies that are working for you and working against you currently at this moment. Like you are so much more. You are a divine, infinite being of celestial stardust. Like you're so much more than a strategy. Your strategy is just some programming that you've put in and then maybe it worked for a while and then maybe now it's not. So when we look at a strategy of breaking down question by question, okay, if I'm working with a podcaster, it's the who, so the editor, you need to hire an editor, which means then your podcast needs to be making money so you can pay the editor, right? So then how do I get a sponsorship? Okay, maybe that's not the right question. Maybe it's who do I know that would be interested in investing in advertising who has a similar marketplace? So it's changing the question from the how, because the how do I get sponsorships can send you down a whole rabbit hole of like, but I only have a thousand downloads or I only have like, you know, 13,000 downloads, but only 50 per episode or something like that. Whatever it is, it's about thinking creatively and breaking the box of the data so that the data, you don't let the data mean a brick wall that's stymieting you or that's getting stuck in your way. You allow the data to be fluid with the meanings that you're creating around what it is being presented. And this is why I like beat so hard the drum of data because your feelings will fluctuate. I see so many good-hearted, mission-minded business owners who feel like they're doing great or who feel like they're doing so much. And then really when they break it down, they're like not doing that much. Like if they really looked at it, they're not really that much operating in their genius zone. And I have been there too. So when we are able to look at cold, hard data, which can seem like really unsexy, but what gets sexy is when you turn that data into some meaning, which creates evolving change and evolution. So then you start seeing greater results at what you to what you want. So it's never about why you don't know the how. It's that you just need to start asking some better questions. And typically, here's how to ask a better question. Stop asking, why does this mean I suck, first of all? 
that question of why is only good when directed toward purpose and vision. It really sucks when it's directed in the form of excuses, self-limiting beliefs, etc. Because your subconscious mind will go down a rabbit hole of pointing out all the things from childhood trauma to that bully in first grade to that experience with your best friend who said that thing or that person on the street who said that other thing where your, your subconscious mind will go down the rabbit hole to find the answers because that's how you're directing it. So it's up to you to ask the better questions and the better questions will direct you towards strategy and the better questions are what and how that are more efficient toward getting you toward what you want. And if you really want to get creative, then ask who instead of how. Who do I know that could interpret this data? Who do I know that could translate this for me? Who do I know that could help me because I see that the data is pointing in the fact that I'm spending all this money, time, energy doing X, Y, Z, and I know that that's not serving me or my business, how can I get that data to either leverage an ROI or how can I get that data to, like, who do I know that can take that off my plate so I'm not doing that? So allow yourself to play with the how in the form of playing with the data and playing with the meanings in which you're creating for that data. And you will find that your identity gets quickly removed from the equation. I hope you love this episode. If this episode was truly valuable for you, I know it could have been a little heady, um, but I know you stuck You stuck here. You stuck with me. You, you stuck with me to the end for this. And I'm so proud of you. I'm so honored and so proud of you for sticking with me through the end because I know that talking data is not always the sexiest thing, but damn, when you can start falling in love with your data and falling in love with translating the meaning and shifting that meaning, that's where you create magical magic. And it's so magical. It's it's adverb actually describes itself. Um, that's how magical it is. So share this with somebody who you also feel could nerd out on translating their data into meaningful evolution and change and transformation because that is how we create this epic ripple effect in the world. And I'm so grateful for you sharing this episode episode with someone who you value and who is working on through their own transformation. As always, own your throne, mind your business. Or as Tony Robbins says, stop tripping over the tyranny of how because your reign is now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and start creating a bigger impact now by sharing this with a friend. Just by doing that one simple act of kindness, you are creating a royal ripple to support more people in their sovereignty. And if you're not already following on social media, connect with me everywhere at crownyourself.now for more inspiration. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules. Because today, you crown yourself.